0: iHeart Media does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.
1: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why and what it all means.
3: The money. That's what
2: I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
3: Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard on V
0: Good to have you on board here on Follow the Money. It's V the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And uh, earlier today, we previewed the Cincinnati Bengals. Paulie and I both love this team again this year. And uh, we'll get some insight from Richard Skinner, who does a great job covering this team in Cincinnati for the local Channel 12 WKRC. Uh, Richard, thanks for the time today. How you doing? You bet. i yeah, doing great. How about you guys? Doing really well. We were trying to like come up with uh, what might be a weakness on the team this year. I know they lost both their safeties in the offseason. Joe Mixon, it appears to be his last year, maybe the running back spot. A C- couple of questions potentially about the offensive line. Is all of that fair, or kind of what sticks out to you as a weakness to the team entering the season?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I think sometimes when you have good teams, you start nitpicking a little bit. Yep. But, yeah, everybody's got a weakness somewhere, right? And, and certainly on the, on the defensive side, it is, it is a safety spot. I mean, Von Bell and Jesse Bates took basically 99% of the snaps the last couple of seasons at that position. Highly thought of. I think they really they knew Jesse Bates was not going to be able to be signed. I think they really believed they could get Von back um, uh, you know, Carolina's was willing to give him guaranteed money in his contract for a second year, and the Bengals just aren't willing to do that, so they let him walk, too. So, yeah, you know, you've got Dax Hill, who they drafted for a reason, to replace Jesse Bates, and then they had to kind of get in scramble mode, went out and signed Nick Scott, who's only got a year of starting under his belt with the Rams, and then drafted Jordan Battle. So that's certainly a, a concern. You know, the mixing the one, they, they brought him back on a restructured deal, but if you look at his numbers last year, he really slipped significantly. Um, I think he he had 42 yards uh, above what was expected of of, of what he should have gained on running plays last year. That's just horrifying. That means he's not making anybody miss, and he's not running through anybody. They drafted Chase Brown in the fifth round out of Illinois with some hopes to push him a little bit. Um, And, yeah, you know, Irv Smith was a nice signing at tight end, but Irv Smith's career track is very good talent, a first-round talent, who just has not been able to stay healthy enough to be on the field. But like I said, those are those feel nitpicky, but you're right. I mean, everybody's got a weakness, and those are some of them.
3: I think this is the third-best team in football, and certainly you have to respect Burrow when he scares the hell out of me. But uh, is it realistic to think they can get the one seed? Because I think they would have been in the Super Bowl last year if they had the Chiefs at home, but they play in such a tough division, and the AFC is so stacked. Do you think it's realistic that they can get the one seed at home field?
4: It is realistic, but it is tough, as you said. I mean, you got six games inside the division with Cleveland-Pittsburgh, um, and Baltimore, and you know, in a, in a perfect scenario, you win your three at home and maybe steal one on the road, go four and two in the division. Well, there's two losses already. you got Buffalo again on the schedule on a Monday night or the game. They didn't get a chance to play last year. they got to go to Kansas City late in the season and, and play them, and they got to go play Jacksonville on a Monday night on the road. So, um, you know, right there, you're looking, you know, even if you play well, that could be five losses right there, and so now we're at 12-5, and five, right? And that's probably not going to get you the one seat. So I think they're going to have to play a little bit above what you would hope to get that one seed. But yeah, it's certainly in the wheelhouse, but I do think it's really difficult.
0: Uh, How big is this potentially? We got an email from Todd, who I believe is a a Bengals fan chiming in today earlier, Richard on the show. He, and he pointed out guys, keep in mind that Burrow has yet to have a full off season and preseason. The pandemic prevented him from uh, the off season workouts in his rookie year, year two rehabbing from the knee last year. Appendix was removed how big do you think that is for him? And remember, in like Chase's first year, it was all oh the drops in the preseason. This is mm-hmm. they made a yep. mistake here with this pick, and he goes out there and he's a rookie of the year.
4: I, I think it is big, and and we asked Joe that at the last press conference we had before uh, we kind of had our little five week breaks here, um, and he, he laughed. He said, "Yeah, we kind of said that last year because last year mm-hmm. leading up to training camp, he kind of had a normal offseason, and then he had the appendectomy, and it turned into a not normal training camp." And and yesterday talking to Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan, the, the, the head coach and coordinator at the media luncheon, we asked about, about that. Brian Callahan made sure he goes, yeah, everything's great. I think this is going to be a positive for Joe. And he knocked on We made sure to knock on wood. Because uh, I think everybody's kind of holding their breath. Of, it feels like it is going to be a, a, a normal offseason for Joe and a, and a much different ramp up. And he believes it's going to help him. He's talked about all the little things he wants to do from uh, working on, on unscripted plays in, in camp to working on different arm slots and arm angles to get rid of footballs. He's looking to do just little tweaks, but you can't do that if you're not able to practice. And so the fact he was able to do some of that stuff in the OTA sessions in mini camp, um, he's, I think, looking very forward to the the run-up and training camp. And it was interesting yesterday, Zach Taylor even talked about some of the guys maybe taking some preseason snaps, which he doesn't like doing normally. And maybe that – Helps them hit the ground running. Because right or wrong, and no matter how the bad luck started last year, 0 2 probably cost them the 1C last year. And Mm -hmm. a faster start's necessary in order to to try to get that 1C.
3: Where are you at with McPherson? That he seemed to have a case of the yips last year.
4: He did. You know, it's funny, and that's a narrative, and I'm not telling you it's a wrong narrative, but it really occurred in New England. He missed two extra points, but it was also a game where I think uh, New England's kicker missed two extra points, and it was on the same end of the stadium. And talking to the special teams coach, he talked about the wind was crazy down at that end. You look back, he only missed two more field goals than he missed the year before. He was eighty two point eight percent. He was eighty four point eight percent as a rookie. He missed four extra points last year. It was two more than he made the year missed the year before. They did seem to come at the end of the year a little bit, which was probably magnified, but he was five for five from over fifty. He's fourteen for sixteen in his career over fifty. He's still got a big time leg, so Still a big weapon. I I think he gets that behind him. To be
3: honest with you. Okay, very good. Are they going to uh, pay everyone? I mean, is this going to be a team that's <laughs> going to be a force for the years to come in the AFC?
4: I think it's really going to be hard to do. It'll be interesting to see how they structure Burroughs' contract. Um, uh, you know, do they put guarantees in there because you you know they can't prorate a huge signing bonus across ten years and make it work. But you're looking at signing him. T Higgins wants to be paid like a wide receiver one. Jamar Chase is going to be paid like a wide receiver one. On the other side of the football, you got Logan Wilson, who uh, isn't going to get paid exorbitant money, but he's certainly a, a quality linebacker in this league, and he's due for a for a pay raise and, and an extension. So, you know, you saw him restructure Joe Mixon's contract a couple of weeks ago to save a little bit there. They, they can probably get rid of Lyle Collins at some point when um, you know he gets off the pup list, and you can save another six mil there. So, they're going to have to save where they can save, uh, but it is going to be very tough to keep them on. I'm really interested to see how they make this all work because. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seemed to be the big narrative from yesterday is how are you going to make it work? And even Mike Brown said, I don't know how these puzzle pieces are going to fit yet. We're having a hard time figuring it out.
0: Let's follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Richard Skinner, he covers the Bengals in Cincinnati uh, for Channel 12. He's on Twitter at Local12Skinny. So some of the betting numbers on the board right now, uh, we'll find out how high you are on this team, Richard. Their win total at DraftKings is 10.5, so they need to go at least 11-6. and six or better obviously that's minus 140 as the favorite uh to make the playoffs it's minus 285 and to win the uh west they're plus 150 is there anything here that you would look at and say you know what i like this team enough to make that bet
4: yeah the, the playoff number i don't like because like the value i do think they're going to get yeah. playoffs but i don't think you got value with that with that number by any stretch the winning of the division at plus 150 i think is, is legit i mean that that's kind of these teams inside the division. I don't even think think in terms of wild card. They think in terms of winning the division because they think if they win the division, it proves they're good enough to beat anybody in the AFC. So I think that's always the focus for any team inside the. It's really for any team inside a division, but I think especially in that division. And um, I think they are the best team in the division going in. So you give me a little bit of value there. And I do like the over ten and a half. Um, you know, we're not talking about over twelve and a half. I couldn't give you that number, but over ten and a half go eleven and six. I think that's legit, especially if you think this is a playoff team. So I guess you're looking at the value. Maybe you don't do the the over the ten and a half. You just do the the, the win the division number at plus 150 because you get a little extra value there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Again, I've said this about Mahomes a lot this offseason. I think the same has to be said for Joe Burrow. I mean, for this guy to lose seven or more games or to get outscored seven or more games, like, man, he's so good. I don't know if that's going to happen, although the division is obviously very, very good. Now, it starts off, Richard, as you know, the schedule here – it's a little dicey. Like that's no gimme to begin week one at Cleveland. I'm expecting some big things this year, or decent things anyway, from the Browns. And then, how about that the next week? Oh, they get to come back home. But yeah, who do they face? The Ravens. So I mean, that's like I think if they can come out of there one and one, I think they'd be happy.
4: Oh, for sure. And and you know, Cleveland's kind of had their number a little bit. And I haven't completely owned them, and 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 you know, won every ma- matchup. But they, that's been a team that's been a little bit of a kryptonite for Joe Burrow. You know, they they played that crazy Halloween game on a Monday night. Uh Jamar Chase did not play that game. He was hurt and, and they looked completely lost and befuddled and got just punished in that game. Um, you know, now you got a, a full offseason for Deshaun Watson on top of it. You probably catch Lamar Jackson, I mean, if you're catching Lamar Jackson a little bit later in the season, which they do in the in the rematch, but facing him early in the season when he's got some healthy legs and obviously probably a little chip on his shoulder, that's a dangerous proposition too. So you're right. You get out of that one and one. I think you're feeling pretty good. You get out of a two and especially with two division uh, wins inside the inside your own division, um you're flying pretty high and then you really are legitimately thinking about being the, the, the one seed in the in the AFC. Yeah.
0: Hey Richard, we have about a minute left here. Do you think the Reds are gonna make a movie for the deadline, which is a week from today? If so, like what's the biggest name you think that they would acquire?
4: I don't know about name. I know they're just looking for young, controllable pitchers. I don't think they're going to make a splash and get a -a rent-a-pitcher. This was supposed to be a rebuild and and to be ahead of the schedule. Listen, you don't pick when you contend. You know, it kind of picks you. At the same time, I don't think they're going to make a big splash. I do think they'll make a trade. You know, the Jonathan and rumors popped up yesterday. They popped up a couple times before. It is a position where they can put Matt McClain and. Uh, put Elliott the Cruz then at shortstop long-term. So I do think Indy is a movable part, but I just, I don't think it'll be a, a splashed Shane bieber name. I just don't see that happening.
0: Uh, fair mm-hmm. enough. Uh, Richard Skinner covers the Bengals and uh, all sports in Cincinnati for channel 12 WKRC in that city. And you can follow him on Twitter. He's at local 12 skinny. Richard, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. You
4: bet. Anytime. Thank you. Take care guys.
0: Yeah, thank you. It is a uh, kind of strange to look at that number. I guess that it, it doesn't make sense though. I mean, 10 and a half is if you make it, 11 and a half. Everybody's going to bet the under 11 then to get a push, obviously. But 10 and a half is Burl go- If he stays healthy, obviously the biggest. They're going to lose seven games? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I know. I'm with you. Same thing with Mahomes, right? Good luck. Got to be an injury. The other thing that the. Uh, I was looking. So the week 16 games against Pittsburgh on a Saturday. So the last four weeks of the season, we have a Saturday game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about that? That's a great yep. job by the NFL. One of them's a triple header. I still, I still think week 18, we have the Saturday doubleheader. They kept that because that was part of the new TV deal. And then you have a game scheduled, 17, and, and there's a doubleheader week 16, too. So great job by the league that we got Saturday games in December. Yeah, it's a very, very good division, though. Oh, yes. Up next, the
0: deadline in MLB is a week from today. Jensen Lewis will join us, MLB Network Radio to discuss. We'll ask him about what the biggest team to get traded in the next week, next year on v
5: was it a rough one well they can't all be winners can
4: they loser you're a loser molly howard recaps the night in sports betting and win some
3: lose some more soccer results women's world cup btts now no is 17 and one coming off the nil nil draw between uh, in the last match here with switzerland and norway it's incredible and the unders are now 13 2 and 2 14-2-2 14-2-2 two two with what just happened. We just had a final before we came on the air. It's truly incredible. It is. It is. Shut out in every game. Yep. Philippines shocked the world. Beat New Zealand 1-0. They were 9-1. Colombia was plus 230. Draw in that first match, by the way, was plus 230 as well. Pirates surprised the Padres, plus 225. The Royals were plus 180, beat Cleveland. They're now four back. Dogs last night went 7-3 and three in baseball. Thanks for the tweets and emails. The Malinsky special again last night. Totally missed it. My fault. Went 3-0. Dodgers return home on a nine ga- after a nine-game road trip. Lost. Padres return home. Ten-game road trip. Lost. Diamondbacks home. Nine-game road trip. Lost. Blew it in the ninth. Yep. White Sox qualify today. Plague the Cubs at home. Return after a nine-game road trip. It's, in- it's incredible. 3-0. Subscribe. Be part of the team. v Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos. It's my time to shine. Let's go. The big news yesterday in Las Vegas. Whataburger is finally coming to Las Vegas. The initial report, you were out of sorts and I don't blame you. The initial report was we are getting a Whataburger and it's coming to the Waldorf Astoria. Yeah. Which didn't make any sense. Well, I couldn't, I mean, of all spots, I'm like, wait, what?
0: That's right. It's going to go to the Waldorf on the strip? Whataburger? Are we sure about this? like a Jack in the Box in the
3: Bellagio. Whataburger and Walda for story, but we're getting three more locations. So a total of four Whataburgers finally come into Las Vegas. Now we need Portillos. Come on. But that's a good start. Well, and this is big news because Matt Yumi is gonna be in studio next week. He's that's gonna right. unveil the uh 2023 fast food power ratings. Can't wait. Lose some nationals a dollar forty up to one seventy. That was Corbin too, by the way. And they lost to the Rockies. Diamondbacks one thirty up to one sixty. They lost. They couldn't get to Wainwright. Wainwright, Yep god that is wild couple lose some videos how about this this is how the french bulldogs the couple comes home their house is full of water their living room what happened look at this it's up to their ankles and the dogs are walking around hey guys good to have you home what one little guy chubby guy walking around with his toy right he wants a hug then they go to the video footage they bring they bring the hose in from outside and bring it in the house and he's got it in his mouth he brings it in through the doggy door right and look at him that's one shot and they go back and then here he comes again i mean this guy is he bring, oh it's going everywhere and it's a flood he's got a smile on his face you bring it he can see it just who, who the hell turned the water out? Uh, yeah that's another thing i know why what are you in the grass He go but how smart is this guy or well it, <laughs> look at look at it's coming out i'll bet it's coming out right and it just floods the living room as the bulldog brings the hose in the house and it goes everywhere what a nightmare to walk oh, into oh absolutely oh my god savage all right this one you sent this and i'm going in fresh it's called no room for air oh my god yeah he's jumping off a cliff like tom cruise of land Oh, no. He's got to
0: time it out perfectly because it's a slide that goes down into the water. So he's jumping probably at least 25 feet from the cliff. Oh, sick. And he's got to hit the slide exactly in that spot. Oh, and if you miss that. Sick. Oh, I know. Oh,
3: wow. It's not worth it. What's wrong with people? Come on. As I mentioned, one bad beat the Diamondbacks led in the ninth. They blew it at home against St. Louis. NFL betting guide's out now. College guide comes out next week. Humans should just have a cottage. Sit in the whole day Tuesday. The college football guide and the fast food rankings. Only Veasan Pro subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and NFL seasons. We go over every team, power ratings, best bets, futures, win totals. You got less than a week. Sign up before the end of July. You get both guides and full access through the Super Bowl. Through the Super Bowl for 175. It ends July 31st. vison.com slash subscribe We've been talking about this a uh, couple times today. Yesterday, Caesar Sportsbook tweeted out, rank your top five running backs of all time. And then they just had five pictures. LT, Peterson, Emmitt, Barry Sanders, and Marshall Falk. I mean, what? what? You're missing it's a lot of guys here. Okay. A lot of key guys. So whether or not they're just, you know, that's how they wanted to portray it or what. But I, I thought that was interesting with who the only people were included.
0: It's probably because... Uh their Twitter followers would not recognize Jim Brown or Walter Payton or Gail Sayers. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. This is a, our emails, FTM at VEASAN.com. Uh, Joe says he agrees with your list more than mine. And the biggest reason is because of Emmett Smith. He doesn't even have Emmett in his top 10. Mm. He said, are you going to put him above OJ Simpson? I do. Marshall Falk. Yes. Adrian Peterson. I do. LT. Terrell Davis. Tony Dorsett, a healthy Bo Jackson, Derrick Henry. He thinks not.
3: Now, come on. I thought that is, that is awesome. I know the, who was stopping Bo Jackson. Well, that's that's the number I, I, one guy. I know, but it's yeah, he got hurt. So that was it. Yeah. But, but Bo Jackson would have been forget the, it. He, every single what? year,
0: Bo Jackson oh. highlights like at the all-star game and in baseball, like they come to the surface because of the all-star game. That dude was the best athlete I've ever seen in my life. Yes. In baseball, that what he could do. Oh God. But you can't put him top five running back oh, of all time. Yeah, yeah. And now I see I have Emmett top five because that's like a personal thing for me, because if I don't do that, because I'm such a Barry Sanders homer, it feels like that I'm sliding Smith on purpose and that I have an agenda. So that's why I still have Emmett Smith in the. T- but if you knock him too much, that's that's unfair to the I guy. I can't
3: believe I remember when you were working at the local ESPN affiliate here. You said everyone I talked to. Says Barry's better than Emmett, and I have Barry better than Emmett. And a guy called up and says, "You have no idea what you're talking about." And he's an Emmett Smith fan, and it's like, okay,
0: uh, it's it's not, it's really yeah, not it's, even close
3: between well, I would, those two. Yeah, I, w- I would agree, but that
0: yeah, but like I said, if I if I personally knock Emmett Smith out of my top five or top ten, then I just I feel like it's going to be uh, like I'm doing it on purpose. But he's also like, if you slip him down too far, I think that's a little unfair to the guy, and you're giving too much. credit. Look, I mean, he had the best offensive line, the best tight end one of the best wide receivers and like a hall of mm. fame quarterback. Mm. There's a lot there to like, but the guy was still really good. Mm. Uh, as we said, OJ had an, a very nice career, but five years over a thousand yards and two years with uh, double digit touchdowns. Another guy though, if Terrell Davis had stayed healthy, but didn't play long enough, he did not. No, but at the time, yep. Like he took over and I admit this, he took over as the best running back in the league from Barry Sanders when Barry was still playing and I think Barry like had a 2000 yard year in there. Like 12 was that good. It, if you needed an inch or if you needed five yards for the first down Davis was going to get it. Um, Dorsett was not better than, nah, you can't go that high. Derrick Henry's better than Emmett Smith. Are we getting carried away here?
3: All
0: right. All right. Also out today, an offshore book released a uh, first NFL coach fired. Yes. Uh, shortest shot in the board is Mike McCarthy, five to one. Wow. Come on. I mean it really has to go sideways. That's crazy. I, I <sighs> Yes, it is. They're the
3: third best team in the NFC. I can't get Bowles is the second choice. I can't get there. Because they're gonna have a bad season. I mean, would they go? Are they serious with Baker Mayfield? I know. I like Adam Chernoff's pick with Ron Rivera. Uh, uh, now maybe it's a shot in the arm though now with Snyder out. Rivera seven. Who to knows? One. But that's right. Dennis yeah. Allen, eight. I don't like him. Uh, very disappointed with the Saints last year. But I think the Saints win that division. Stefanski, I get, that'd be too soon. I can't believe he'd be on. I mean, he just won a coach of the year. Let me get their like, schedule. You, you can't kill him for, for everything that's gone wrong in the last couple of years. Plus, he was dealt a bad hand with the Watson thing. I will
0: say um, that if, it go, if this could go upside down for the Browns. And, you know, the floor here. If Watson hasn't really gotten back to the guy he was a handful of years ago, they play the Bengals, they're at the Steelers, Tennessee and Baltimore at home before the bye. The week five bye does no favors. Then they get San Francisco, they're at Indy at Seattle in the first seven games. What if they're one and six or two and five? Because
3: the Browns oh, have ex- yeah. they have playoff expectations yeah, okay. this year. Okay, okay. If that happens, right. Other than that, how do you who you who could you find here? I mean, who are you looking at?
0: Um we got feedback on this earlier, same Brandon Staley. Staley,
3: okay. Sixteen to one Staley. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Warren Sharp did his projections and predictions, which we'll get to later in the week. It spit out Chargers seven and ten. Okay, Oh it did. If there's a yeah. If that happens, yeah. But I, this is.
0: I don't think that Steely I mean, he I, he could not. He's not going to get fired right away unless
3: they're like they they also have a fly right. by. Right. This is like rarely does a coach go one and done. But to, to be first coach fired then too, you're going to give the guy time if he just took over. So even Ursa a bit of a nut. But that you can't. I can't get there with. Eighty percent of the list. No, they can't I can't even make a case for nope. anybody, but it's wild, right? But if it's... O'Connell just made the playoffs, Campbell, no that's way, not great happening. job. Come on, right? John Harbaugh, great coach. Tomlin, great coach. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, Steve? the Jets. Yeah. Ooh, the Jets. The, the first six games. Could that be?
0: Salas thirty-three to one. Well, Rogers already said this week that uh, he's playing multiple years. Yes. So let's say that. I mean, if they get ooh. off to that bad start, maybe that's it. Very good. Uh, yeah. Up next, I promise. Jensen Lewis going to join us. MLB Network Radio. We'll get the uh, trade deadline a week from today. Biggest name potentially that might get moved.
5: This is Follow the Money on VSEN.
3: Download the DraftKings app today. New customers can bet five dollars, get one hundred and fifty in bonuses instantly. Promo code VSEN vson when you sign up unbelievable creativity and selection with the menu draftkings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions
0: jensen lewis pitched in the majors he's also a very good analyst on major league baseball for the guardians and the sport in general mlb network radio part of it and he joins the program now jensen good morning uh, morning how you been pal
5: Great, guys. Uh, We're getting to the thick of it now. Excited to see what uh, happens at this trade deadline coming up. Going to be a a very unique one, considering all these teams that are still in it on both sides. So going to be very exciting to watch.
0: Well, why don't we Mm. spend a minute or so here on that division the Guardians are in, in the American League Central. Can you give us an idea of what their game plan is going to be over the next week? Who do the Twins go after? And are we talking about it like a full-blown fire sale with the White Sox?
5: Yeah, I'll start with the White Sox, Mitch, and, and it feels like at least a couple of their starters, uh, Lucas Giolito being one of the prized possessions there for, for multiple contenders. Yeah, you know, Lance Lynn hasn't thrown the ball particularly well the last time or two out, but just his veteran uh, ideals and, and knowing that he can help be an innings eater down the stretch could be something attractive, uh, maybe in the middle of a rotation somewhere. I would expect the Reynaldo Lopez. Akeena Middleton, a couple of back-end relievers there. Heck, a Kendall Graveman could be a guy uh, for the right price, but and Tim Anderson keeps being that that wild-card name out there. And I, I know Jim Bowden and I talked about it uh, a week or so ago on, on Elmi Network Radio of if Eloy Jimenez had been healthy, the Dodgers could have come up with just a slam-dunk blockbuster trade of Giolito, Eloy Jimenez, Tim Anderson and Kendall Graveman. I mean, that would have answered all of their shopping needs in one fell swoop. <laughs> and it really wouldn't cost them what an Otani possibly uh, a possible trade would have. So uh, I would say you're correct in looking at, at Chicago, really selling a lot of pieces. As far as the twins go, uh, you know, the back end of their bullpen is probably where they're going to prioritize it because they really don't need any more rotation reinforcements. You know, Kentamaeda was outstanding again yesterday. I think they feel very, very positively about Pablo Lopez, and also Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan. So if they're set in the rotation. If they can get a bat, maybe a complimentary piece there, they might do that. But I think priority one for them would probably be another bullpen arm. As far as the Guardians go, uh, you know, guys, we're talking before the, the break here that, that the Shane Beaver injury is a, a real detriment to their leverage as far as what yes. they could pursue in the market. He's not eligible back until September 10th. So that's likely a shutdown scenario as far as him being traded whatsoever before the end of the season. They are going to be on the fringes too, I believe. Back-end bullpen arm, uh, maybe a a, a starter if it's for the right price, and then also a bat if they can find one. You know, Elaine Thomas has been a name that's been thrown around for the Washington Nationals. But to me personally, guys, they have the solution in AAA and Oscar Gonzalez. He's got 11 homers, 50 RBIs. You can promote from within right there as well as James Heronchak. So in, intriguing to see where the guardians go here in the next five, to seven days.
3: I'm putting you in charge. What would you do if you ran the Mets and the Padres?
5: Okay. So I know the Padres Polly have, have kind of been public and saying, all right, we're not going to trade Snell and Hader to me in doing due diligence here. I think you have to know in the back of your mind, uh, if Juan Soto is part of, of your future. And if you really feel that he's not, then You've got to try and find a way to unload all three of those pieces because that means you're going all in for Shohei Otani. And I realize that they're kind of pot committed, if you will, right now, knowing that they have those contracts of those superstars. Snell would get them such an amazing haul, even though he would be just a rental. And I think Hayter kind of in that same volition, too. So to me, if I'm AJ Preller, I I need to know by the end of this week where my team is. Like if they go ahead and, and go on a little bit of a run here, fine. We'll try and put it together. If not, you've got to get the most to try and get as much back. As far as the Mets go, man, I thought they should have been selling a week or two ago. Uh, I think they, they need to find ways uh, on the fringes too. you know, a Mark Canna, a David Robertson is going to get a little bit of a haul for them. Why not listen to both Verlander and Scherzer? I mean, it, 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 you really Mm -hmm. can, you really can leverage some of these teams, Pauly, because if you're the Reds, you don't want to take a 57 million dollar gamble basically on the rest of this year and next year if you're a higher price team you know why not you, you need you need that kind of veteran pitching in the postseason and if you're in the american league where it's still pretty wide open that might be a gamble we taking
3: what are you hearing on the orioles
5: i i love where they're at right now because they're kind of they're kind of leading the charge as far as okay we can go one way if we want with prospect capital We can hold everything if we want because we feel really good about our internal options. I love that they're in the Otani sweepstakes for nothing more than driving up what is already going to be an astronomical price. I appreciate the due diligence right there. But to me, Polly, I'm not sure you can mortgage so many pieces of that future because even if they don't get him this year, I think there's other pieces out there, two or three other guys that could net them what they need production wise. still win this year and then be set up for the future as well
0: it's follow the money here on v the sports betting network our guest jensen lewis pitched in the majors for a handful of years is now an analyst for the guardians and also MLB network radio how about the two teams at the top now and they're playing this week good game last night 10-9 astros got the rangers uh did the rangers add bullpen help here and then i'm guessing the strohs they talked about it two weeks ago the strohs are going to go after a starter yeah
5: yeah, I think Houston ideally wants Dylan C. So let's go back oh, to where please, the White Sox Oh, please, please, uh, yeah. come on. Do uh, they yeah, really? That, uh, that, that would be, that would be the, the crown jewel. If not, and I'll, I'll go back to your Mets idea here, Polly a, a reunion with Justin oh. Verlander is not as far-fetched mm. as I think people might think. So those are two, again, when you, when you look at where the American League is set up right now, uh, if, if, if you're looking at trying to get past Baltimore, Texas, and I think Houston getting a front row seat here right now, kind of a dress rehearsal of what is it we really need from a starting rotation standpoint. I think the back end of their bullpen is gonna be okay. They may look for another arm there, but I think starter and and really a shutdown starter would be in the cards for them. So it won't be surprising if they do that. I think Tampa Bay is gonna be super aggressive too. I, I would really keep an eye on them, knowing that they feel the American League is there for the taking. They were the best team there for the first two months. I think they feel a little snake bitten right now after that series against the Orioles. And listen, guys, youth down the stretch. Okay, it might be great because they may not be smart enough to realize what's going on. But I think Tampa really feels that with their mix of veterans and young players, they're a piece or two away. Not saying Otani is going to go there, but man alive, what a dark horse that would be because he answers both of their big pressing questions. Rotation stability and another bat to lengthen that lineup and what's going to be probably a heavyweight fight there for the top three seeds in the American League.
3: What, what are the what's what are the odds that Artani's traded? What would what you say right now?
5: So I, I was about a week or two ago. I was about ninety five percent. I thought I, I thought I thought it would be malpractice for Perry Manessian yes. not to trade him. And, and I think you guys understand this from watching it is. The Angels are not winning the World Series this uh-huh. year. That that's just facts. It's not happening. Okay, you still have the opportunity to re-sign him in all, in the offseason, but you have to get building blocks not only for next year to compete. Yes, but you've got to be really diligent about the long-term future for your club. And and I just think getting a, a compensation pick, guys, we're a, we're smart people here. You cannot, at the end of the day, knowing Mike Trout is still hurt and Rendon is not there and you've had some issues in the rotation. You've to me it was 95%. I think it's malpractice if you don't trade Otani to at least get those guys that can play for you as early as opening day in 2024.
0: Okay, you can put 0% on this happening, 1% or whatever number you want cuz we got a great tweet on this earlier when I said if Otani has assured the Angels that he'll come back, then they're not going to trade him. But Andrew points out, Mitch, actually if Otani has given assurance of coming back, That's when you do trade him. You get prospects, and he comes back and re-signs with the Angels. It's a win-win. Now, that is something I never considered, but it's something that I should. That would be incredible. Is there any chance of that happening?
5: Yeah, I mean, that's, gosh, it's a rarity to have any any of those kind of handshake agreements, if you will, in this situation. I, I do believe, and I know we've talked about this before, that I do believe Otani ends up staying on the West Coast. Now, whether that is the Angels, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Mariners, I, I just don't see him, regardless of how much Steve Cohen can throw at him, mm. it just doesn't feel like that that's going to be the fit long-term and, and what he wants to do. He wants to win every single year. You just saw the Mets with the highest payroll in the game. They're not even going to make the postseason. So to me, I, I agree with the tweet. If you know that he's coming back and you've got assurances as Artie Moreno, the owner, to be like, all right, there's a green light for this, then do it. But even then, Paulie, even if you don't, if there's that 1% he doesn't come back, you still have to be able to build your ball club to compete next year and for years moving forward.
0: Yep. You can follow Jensen on Twitter. He's at JLU50 and also catch him on MLB Network Radio as well. Great talking to you, man. Let's do it again next week if you're available.
5: Absolutely. We'll talk to you then, guys.
0: Sounds good. No, it was fun. Great that, job. That's the perfect game plan, right? Hey, show me. Well, hey. That would be, yeah. Okay, you're going to come back. Here's what we're, we're going to wow. trade you for two months. We're going to get an abundance of good players and prospects and then you're going to come back and sign with us, with us, and all of a sudden we're loaded. Oh,
3: Yankees finish in last place. Here's 700 million. Well, we've, we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You never know. 700. <laughs> you never know. Probably do it, huh? <laughs> uh,
0: in pocket plays coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's Veasan, the sports betting network. iHeart Media does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.
1: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why and what it all means
3: there were some nines available but uh, nine and a half is who we'll go with with last night and uh, well got a three spot in the top of the tenth that that bailed you out for the push but nothing doing in the Blue Jay Dodger game and uh, 6-3 final for the Jays so that's a loser and football right around the corner we've built up a nice portfolio here over the summer with bets we've made and here's all the pending Buccaneers under six and a half Raiders under seven and a half heavily juiced to the under gone now uh, is it everyone in town betting the Raiders under? Titans under 7.5. Still not concerned with the Hopkins uh, signing. Still like them under. Chiefs to win the division, minus 160. Raiders to finish in last place, minus 130. Feel good about those. Can't wait for the start of- We got a game! Ten days, baby. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so uh, I'm adding nothing new
0: today, but this is a bet that I gave out yesterday. I bet it. Uh, it's still available at Caesars. At plus 115, I know you said that you wanted a little bit more on the plus side, but it's Michigan to make the college football playoff at plus 115, doing some more digging on this. Do you remember, it wasn't that long ago, Paulie, um, Jim Harbaugh's job was uh, pretty much, he was gone. I would have fired Yeah, You're yep. not the only one.
3: Yep. I, I Googled he, that. He I, could not... Beat Ohio State. He could not beat Michigan State. It was bad. He was losing, he's losing every big game.
0: Every big game, and it was getting uglier by the year when they would play yep. Ohio State. And yep. then the pandemic season happened, which was obviously crazy for everybody. Right? Do people remember how bad the Wolverines were that year? I don't think they do. Yeah. They were two and four. Is that when Ryan Day said he wanted to score a hundred on them? I believe so. Yes. Was, yeah. They lot They lost. Indiana by 17 Wisconsin went to Michigan and won 49 to 11 that was the pandemic year and they were two and four since then and that he was gone I mean like the report the stories were written adios get out of here you've had enough time he's gonna right and it's like every offseason Harbaugh is not going to come back since the pandemic year Michigan has won 25 football games they've also been the back-to-back college football playoffs yes it's been ugly they got blown up by georgia and last year i don't know what the hell that was they couldn't stop tcu to save their lives but 2-0 against ohio state remember they went to the shoe last year and pounded them in the second half and i think the baton has been passed they have so much talent on offense this year that it's scary and uh, he's been really really good defensively over the years i i love i think they can win the whole thing this year i think michigan is that good and I think there's a scenario that absolutely exists where two teams can make the playoff from the Big Ten yet again. For example, mm. if this team mm. loses to Penn State and yet beats Ohio State and they don't even make the title game, they can be 11-1 and with no Big Ten title game and still get in. You want to know why? Because that's what happened to the Buckeyes last year. So that precedent has been set. Uh, It's also another way of betting over their win total because that's now 10.5 minus 130. Here you're grabbing a little plus money. And I was asked on Twitter, why not just bet them to win the conference at plus 165? I saw as high as plus 180. I could actually add that as well and bet that. But this is the way, as I said, they can sneak into the playoff without having to win the Big Ten this year.
3: Watch out for Wisconsin. I love them over
0: they won't win nine games? Well, I can tell you this right now. Uh, Adam Burke from here um, on VEASAN has done a great job on the network, and he's putting together the college football guide as well, along with Matt Humans and a bunch of others. Uh, he, he made a case for Mordecai for the Heisman at 101. Well, that's... You're bringing in Longo as the OC and what his yeah. resume tells us? Yeah. It's, it's a I get it, but what if that team beats Ohio State at home and they go 11-1? Can he be? Can Can Tanner Mordecai be in the mix to win it? I can't.
3: I get Wisconsin's going to score points, though. I'm, I this whole. I thing never is see be, I don't know what I'm know. watching this year. Getting on the fantasy action, and if you're sick of managing your roster and injuries, Best Ball on DraftKings, you get the best of your team all season long. Best Ball on DraftKings, bigger than ever, ten million dollars, and guaranteed cash prizes up for grabs. For a limited time, you can join their largest Best Ball contest ever. Get your first entry back in DraftKings dollars as soon as the draft is finished. Act now before this offer expires to so start playing best ball. Download the DraftKings app. Use code follow. Follow. Enter DraftKings Best Ball Millionaire contest. Snake draft your team. You'll rack up points from your top scores. No ads, drops, trades. Teams with the most points by the end of the season will have a shot to take home the one million dollar top prize. DraftKings app. Download code follow. $10 million best ball tournament. First entry back in DraftKings dollars. Code follow. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. One per customer. Opt-in required. $10 entry fee. Bonus issued is $10 DK dollars. DraftKings.com slash promotions for details.
0: We were kicking this around on the air and uh, also during the break. Trying to find a bet on the first coach fired in the NFL. These are available now globally speaking. Uh, Mike McCarthy, shortest shot in the board, 5-1. to one. As you said, Paulie, during the break, Jerry Jones doesn't fire people. I would not recommend betting on Mike McCarthy to be the coach, first coach fired. Um, you, it's tough to find a good one here because so many coaches were first-year coaches last year and are first-year coaches again this year. Uh, we brought up Brandon Staley for the Chargers. Um, I, could, I could see him potentially if things don't go right, and you said you might have found the guy because here's the first six games... For the name that you brought up again, Buffalo in Week One at Dallas, the Patriots, the Chiefs at home at Denver and Philly before the bye. That's the schedule for the Jets.
3: Sally, yeah, he's thirty-three to one. Yeah, a lot of expectations and hype, no doubt. Who knows? Maybe he gets exposed on Hard Knocks. I'm not saying that that be the case, but mm. with all, is that a true?
0: Well, let me ask you this: How do they actually? How much is Hackett going to be shown on Hard Knocks? <laughs>
3: yeah. Or do yeah. the Jets oh, it's say... That's Roger's buddy,
0: so... That's the thing, right? Yeah. I don't think he needs to be exposed anymore because we saw it play out on the sidelines last year, but um, I brought up Josh McDaniels as well. You're telling me Mark Davis... Ah, I there's know. no way, no how.
3: I don't know what to believe because there were so many closed-door meetings. But then he would come out and say, yeah, he's fine and we're gonna be, he's going to be your future New England blueprint and we're building this up. But how do you ignore six games that you led at halftime by seven or more and lost. How do you ignore the New Orleans debacle when you were shut out? I mean, you didn't cross midfield until yep. two minutes left. I mean, yeah. I, you can't ignore this stuff. So
0: Mark Davis has already made this abundantly clear. He hates how the home crowds, how they really don't have a, an advantage there because it's yep. so much of the opposing team that comes to town. Here's the angle. They can very easily start 0-2. In fact, they're expected to start 0-2 because they play at Denver and at Buffalo. So if they're 0-2... They come back, they get Pittsburgh on Sunday night and the Steelers fan, that's like 60, 40, or maybe 65, 35 Steelers fans. Mark Davis is not going to be happy about that. What if they lose that game? 0 three, they play at the chargers. They'll be expected to lose that. They'll come back home from Monday night game against green Bay, which again will be 50, 50 green Bay fans, 60, 40. The first two home games of the, if this team's 0 five and their first two home games are losses and it's Infiltrated by Steelers fans and Packers fans, Mark Davis is gonna be sour, man.
3: He is gonna be pissed. A lot of people thought he had to do it, but you went to the playoffs with all the Gruden crap, Basaccia coming in, and you the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. It came down to the final play on the road in that game. And then you fight, you get rid of them, and then it's you know, we saw what happened. Yep. So I I'm they, just they, saying they were this close to winning a playoff game. I get it, it. beating the Bengals. I know. And he came out and he said,
0: he's got the plan and he's, he's okay with him. Maybe there's an angle there because again, that's not going to look yeah. pretty. It won't. And no. the, so you said Eber but that
3: it's no, I know that was a tweet. No, that was, oh, was a tweet. Okay. It was a good tweet. Guy, guy tweeted about what if the um, bears start? And he just got there. Just got there. They're the worst record in the league. So maybe to his point, he's like, okay, we hired the wrong guy, but yeah. I, I can't get there. There's I, no- I do agree that the bears, I love the bears under. I think he, they will get off to a slow start, but I don't think yeah. they would say, okay, at one and six, that's
0: it. I can't get there with Matt LaFleur. They're going to give him some time post-Rogers. Yeah. They'll be patient with him. Love will be the fall guy if he can't play. I would that's... think so, yep. Uh, McVay? Don't think no, so. No, no. Campbell? No.
3: Not uh, after what he did uh, last year. There's no—Mike Tomlin, no chance. No. Belichick, all these no chance. Doug Peterson, not no. happening. No, there's so many. Sirianni. I mean, you can cross off. Uh, 80%. My,
0: oh, easy. I was
3: going to say first 25. Year, and the first year coaches. Right.
0: You can probably cross off 25 coaches right now that no way know how it would be yeah. worth a bet. Oh, well, it's uh, 80, 90% was what I meant. And we had.
3: We had a, oh, go
0: ahead. I was going to say, it's, it's labeled fired, by the way. Sorry.
3: So. Oh, okay. Good. Yep. Gruden resigned. Good. Good yep. call. We had another George Costanza situation. Did you see this? The guy for the Broncos suspended indefinitely. bet on NFL games? I mean, how do is it, is it just, uh, you know, the cleaning woman on my desk? Should I not have done that? Was that wrong? You see, if someone had told me, is that frowned upon here? Got another guy betting on NFL no. games? What are you doing? There, How do a, you know that? There, there's a major disconnect
0: here. Again, I, I, I compared it to the ties in football months ago on the show i said what is come on every time there's a tie players say i didn't know we could end in a tie
3: Betting on a basketball game from your facility is the one where it's lost in translation sure but the bet on the nfl well that's i mean come on this guy's suspended this guy's out a year now yeah if you miss any of the show go back search follow the money wherever you get your
0: podcast good luck tonight we'll see you $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment including fees. iHeart Media does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.
2: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
3: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment